Hey, everybody out there, you're not just surfing the web. You are riding the sales pipeline with Matt Hines from Hines Marketing. Hey, Matt, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Okay. You ready to ride the pipeline today? Let's do it again. It feels like we were just here. Now we're back. (laughs) I'm so excited. This has been such a fun journey. We're just getting started. We uh, started Sales Pipeline Radio late last year, 2015, and have had some amazing guests. Great conversations. Have a ton of great conversations uh, coming up as well. We'll highlight some of our upcoming guests. But really excited today uh, to feature a good friend of mine, uh, a friend of our uh, of our, our, us in general. She's been very generous with her time. Uh, when she's uh, made her way into Seattle, uh, Joanne Black, who is the founder of No More Cold Calling, uh, has written uh, books on the topic. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit later about an, a referral IQ quiz that she has. And I mean, let me just introduce her this way. You know, if if you'd like to reach every buyer that you care about in one call, if you'd like a consistent stream of leads, if you'd prefer your conversion rate from prospect to client to be something closer to fifteen percent then I think you're going to like Joanne's uh, talk today. She's written two books. She's owned her company for 20 years. She's won multiple awards for her social media presence. When she's not working, she likes to hike. She likes to swim. She travels the world. And uh, I, I think my mom might uh, might argue this. She says she spends a huge amount of time with the four most amazing grandchildren in the world. Uh, Joanne, I'm not doubting your claims on this, but uh, please welcome from San Francisco, author, speaker, and occasional sales contrarian, Joanne Black. Joanne, thanks for joining Sales Pipeline Radio today. Thanks, Matt. What a great intro. And yes, it's all true. Uh, well, I, I, I believe it's all true. I also know that nobody, no, you know, no, no parents uh, have ugly children from their perspective as well. You know, so we can, uh, you know, opinions go in all directions. But I, I have no doubt that your grandchildren are amazing. But uh, we could probably spend a half hour talking about that. But maybe we should talk about referral sales instead. That sounds perfect because <laughs> that's what I love, and everybody needs to hear about it. Absolutely. Well, I think you know we live in such interesting times from a sales standpoint. Um, you know, we've you know that we 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 hear people say that the buying buyers are different. We hear people say cold calling is dead. We hear people say you should not be selling; you should be helping. Um, and and one of the things that I've found true in my own selling efforts as I you know build pipeline for my own business is um, that my favorite technology and the tool that I find I use the most and benefit from the most is the telephone. Uh, and one of the books that you've written is literally called Pick Up the Damn Phone, which I love. So talk a little bit, just kind of set the stage for us. Why why, why did you name that book what you did and why is referral selling so important? My first book, Matt, as you know, is No More Cold Calling, and it's all about how do we build a referral business. I wrote the second book, Pick Up the Damn Phone, subtitle, How People, Not Technology, Seal the Deal. For just that reason, I was alarmed at how technology is taking over our lives. Salespeople said to me, Joanne, I don't need to talk to anybody. I can just sit here typing away. You and I both know, Matt, that people do business with people. Technology can't do our job for us. It's a wonderful tool, but it's just that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, you know what, your uh, your book and just your teaching and writing has really sort of inspired me, and I know many others to you know make better use of the telephone, better use of relationships we have. And you know, I know it was it was your birthday a couple of days ago, so happy b- birthday, a little belatedly. Uh, and I've been using uh, a, a, just a basic tactic for a little while now. Is you know, I get my little um, emails from Facebook every morning that tells me whose birthday it is. And I used to just send an email or send, say happy birthday on Facebook. That becomes a morning call list for me now. And nine times out of ten, it just I end up leaving a voicemail. 
But I, you know, I hear about those voicemails for weeks, days, months in it afterward. It makes such a huge impression, in part because not enough people are using it anymore, and it really doesn't take that much more time. Well, everybody knows how to use the phone. I mean, it t- doesn't crash typically, and I <laughs> loved your phone call because you picked up the damn phone and called me and said, Happy birthday. It was wonderful. You made my day. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, you know, you said you, 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 you talk about sort of this one call meeting. Um, and I think, you know, that you know, for a lot of salespeople, when they think about sort of one call close, they think about sort of getting a conversion in one call. It sounds almost too good to be true. I've seen it done. I've seen you give it, give thousands of examples on it. Talk a little bit about, you know, what you mean by, you know, getting referrals with that, you know, having referrals turn into that one call meeting. Clients have told me that the, the biggest amount of time sales reps spend is prospecting. And, Matt, you and I hear this all the time that, oh, it takes 8 to 12 touches, it takes 6 to 15 touches to ever reach a decision maker. Whatever the numbers, it's a lot. It's, it's more than one. And the biggest challenge salespeople face is getting a meeting with a decision maker. I do polls on every webinar. 20 years I've been doing this. I ask clients, what's your biggest sales challenge? There are two. The first is getting the meeting. And the second is getting a consistent stream of qualified leads. And the way so many people are going about this today is through email, through social media. They just reach out that way, and there's these clever titles for emails to get people to open them. We know what they've done, if they've seen it, if they've clicked. We know all of that. To me, total waste of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's all we have. So think about it this way. When you receive a referral, which means someone that that prospect knows and trusts has introduced you, you always get the meeting. It's Mm -hmm. really simple. That's the one call meeting. And then it's up to us to take it from there. Yep, absolutely. Sales Pipeline Radio today, where our guest is Joanne Black, who's the founder of No More Cold Calling and uh, has been vehemently uh, evangelizing referral selling for a long time and um, you know talk about the idea of reinventing referrals a little bit I think you know everyone has a different idea of what a referral is um, how you get it uh, you know how you define it what what is your definition of, of just a basic referral you receive an introduction and that, that does not mean you get a name so Matt if you say to me Joanne you really should call Paul and you tell me all about Paul, I could write an email or I could call Paul and say, oh, Matt Hines suggested we talk. Now, sometimes that works. I don't deny it. But think about the power. If you write to Paul or you call Paul and say to him, you have told me that you have certain challenges in your business, and one of them is getting to prospects as soon as possible. I'd like you to talk to Joanne Black. That is power because you're linking a problem you've heard with a solution I have. Mm -hmm. In my experience, I've gotten every single one of those meetings. I have the phone call. I've gotten a meeting even with the CEO of a Fortune 500 company because one of his key clients introduced me. So it's not just the name. It's getting that introduction. Absolutely. It's so powerful, uh, you know, when you can get that. And I think, you know, it's, 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 it seems to me it's another reason why it's so important to organize 
the uh, you know the, the context that you have in a way that you can use them. And you know, we you know a lot of people talk so much about social selling these days. You know, for me, you know, one of the reasons why LinkedIn is so important to me isn't because I want to send messages in LinkedIn. It's so that I have a better record of where my connections are. Uh, I'm better able to identify those places to get referrals um, within LinkedIn. And I know you're you, you're a big proponent of this. I am too. I never use LinkedIn's referral request forms uh, because those come across as cold. I simply use LinkedIn as a source of knowledge to know then who to pick up the phone and ask for that referral. Talk a little bit about how, how you recommend people sort of organize their network and organize their relationships so that they're set up to take better advantage of referral selling. I agree with you, your process. So what happens okay. today so many times is that you'll get a referral introduction request, and it is arrogant. I've had people say to me that they're really annoyed, and I'm toning down that language, <laughs> but someone actually asked them, and today we don't even know if they know that person, right? Mm-hmm. Because there were days and still are when people accept every LinkedIn invitation. The other thing is, you don't know everything about that person. You can look at my LinkedIn profile. You don't know who my next-door neighbor is. You don't know who my college roommate is. You don't know who I used to work with and know really well. You don't know who my brother-in-law is. You don't know who my kids are and where they work. There's a lot of things you don't know about me. But the big thing is with LinkedIn that when you're asking for a referral, you're automating a relationship. You cannot automate relationships. You pick up the phone. You have a conversation. Number one question Do you know Matt Hines? Well, yeah, I know him. And then I'm going to find out all about you. I'm going to learn what's important to you, what you're like, how I should talk to you. And then I'm going to ask for the introduction. If he doesn't know you, then I want to find out who else he knows. And I've had that happen. I reached out to someone and his business partner says, oh, Jim accepts every LinkedIn invitation. (laughs) He did not know the person I wanted to meet. But then he said Mm -hmm. to me, Joanne, tell me what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And he introduced me to someone else. Mm-hmm. As salespeople, it's about the connections we make and the relationships we build, the conversations we have. We need to pick up the damn phone and have that conversation. Yeah. And then find out how we can help the other person. This is a two-way street. And, and the conversation are, part's really, really important. I, I think there's a lot of uh, people in, in sales and business development and other other industries and categories that aren't patient enough and or, and or don't value enough building the relationship before they get into business or get into the discussion of business. Um, I, I really like Steve Richard, who uh, is one of the co-founders of Voresight out in the on the D.C. area. Uh, I learned this from him. I, maybe he learned it from someone else. Is the three by three method of you know, before you make a call, before you engage with someone, take at least three minutes and find up to three things of interest about that person. It could be things you have in common. It could be things about them that they're interests of them that you think are interesting. And so if it's things in common, then you have something to talk about. It's, if it's something of interest to them, it's something you can ask them about that they're going to want to talk about. But even even that alone, I mean, it's not even just breaking the ice. It's the ability to connect with someone on either common interests or interests of them, them so it shows that you're interested in them, even with a warm introduction. like that, That's still an important part of relationship building, is it not? It is, but here's the chap. So many people think if they do what you've just said that all they need to do is reach out and talk mm-hmm. about what they read on the profile. And that's not what a referral is about. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with that. And I think that yeah, I, I, you probably get this. I, I get this all the time. People that I'm connected to uh, will at, say, hey, it looks like you know someone. Would you make a referral for me? And if I know them and I know the next person, um, I, my answer is usually yes. I'm happy to connect people if there's some mutual value. But what I'll do is I'll ask them to write me you know, a sentence or two that I can use to make the, re- the request. Um, oftentimes what I get back is, uh, hi, Joe, uh, you know, <laughs> I want to introduce you to so-and-so. And then they give me a line that's like, their product does X, Y, and Z. And so the, I, either they expect me to do the introduction based on a product or description, or there's clearly no interest in the individual or any attempt even to align behind some kind of need or outcome. They just want to go right for the demo. I, I, I assume maybe some people get make and get introductions that way. I tend to think that that will give you uh, not the 50% response rate uh, that, that you're talking about here. You know, if I... If I want to introduce you, I need to know the business reason to introduce you. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about your products. And I say to people, I don't care about you. Nobody cares about you. They just care about what we as salespeople can do for our buyers. That's all that matters. No pitching. And you see pitching today all the time. Absolutely. Right, Matt? I know that I am on social media. I got three emails today. Oh, I love reading your posts, this and that. And then it goes into a pitch. Mm-hmm. Now, if they love my post and know what they do, they know I only work through referrals. So why in the heck don't they find someone I know that can introduce us? But see, they don't bother. we got a lot more questions, a lot more content here with Joanne Black from No More Cold Calling. You can check her out at nomorecoldcalling.com. We're going to talk a little about social selling. We're going to talk about her referral IQ quiz that uh, is awesome. I'm going to recommend everyone take it, take advantage of that. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the upcoming guests and upcoming episodes we have. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Sales Pipeline. Whether you're producing a seminar series, user's conference, lunch and learn, or exhibiting at a trade show, Validar has a solution. From capturing leads at trade shows to managing on-site registration, tracking session attendance, gathering information, and providing sponsors lead retrieval, we have a full suite of solutions for you. Since 2005, Validar has been turning corporate events and trade shows into better business. Call 888-784-2929 or visit us at Validar.com. All right, let's pick it back up with Matt and his guest. Awesome. Well, once again, Sales Pipeline Radio, this has been so much fun uh, to do. We have some amazing guests coming up. Uh, in two weeks, we have Megan Eisenberg, who is the CMO of MongoDB. If you don't know Megan, uh, she is, uh, dare I say, a titan in the uh, B2B marketing and marketing technology world, uh, has been innovating on a number of fronts on the marketing tech side. Uh, after Megan, we've got some great guests. We've got Josiane Fagon, who uh, I know uh, our guest today, uh, Joanna Black, knows very well. Josiane is an insider. Inside Sales Expert has just published her latest uh, 2016 Inside Sales predictions. So we'll be talking about those. And then finally, very excited to have Aaron Ross, uh, who many people know is the author of uh, or Predictable Revenue. He is just now publishing his new book, uh, an update uh, to the methodology that helps Salesforce.com grow so significantly and that so many teams have been uh, replicating in their sales environment. So great, uh, great guests coming up. Today we're talking about referral selling with Joanne Black. And Joanne, I, I've, I've, I've been through your referral IQ quiz. I love it, but I'd love to have you just kind of give people a description of what it is and what, uh, what they're going to get out of going through it. Salespeople and sales leaders need to take the quiz. So here it is. It's 14 yes or no questions. Very easy. It should take just a couple minutes to complete. And it has all of the steps that are necessary to run a referral business. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's 
it's not that difficult. Well, I say it's not difficult. It's simple. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. What's happening today so much is sales leaders are saying to their teams, oh, just go get referrals. Of course, everybody knows how great they are, right? We convert more than 50% of the time. We get the meeting. We don't have competition. Sales process shortens. All those great things. But they're telling people, instead of following the steps it takes to build a referral business. Now, with the quiz, again, takes a couple minutes. Answer yes or no immediately. You will get your answers and recommendations. But beyond that, you will be able to see the aggregate of everybody else who's taken the quiz in a graph format. Blue and green. Love it. Quick mm. and easy. That's great. That's awesome. No, I think it's it's important to, to remember that. And I think, you know, it, uh, it, I think it's easy for people to sort of take referrals for granted, honestly. I think it's been around. It's, the concept's been around for a long time. People know that it can have a huge impact on their business. Um, talk about creating systems for referrals. Talk about how people can make asking for referrals and getting referrals more of a, a, a system and a habit in their organ, either for themselves or for their organizations. It starts with a sales leader, the CEO. It doesn't matter what size the business. It's like anything worth doing. Uh, the leader has to commit to referral selling. And what that means is that referral selling becomes the number one outreach for prospecting. Everything else stays the same. We still have our website, our emails, our nurturing, all those good things. We have the inbound. But for outbound, as a salesperson, it's my responsibility to generate my own referrals, my own leads, and leverage the connections I have. Now, that's number one. It needs to be a priority. And you'll notice, Matt, that word is singular. <laughs> yeah. And then the next is there's a skill component that many people don't realize. There's a way to position what we do and a way to ask that gets us the introduction and makes us comfortable asking. And then to really have a referral program stick, we have to reinforce and coach those skills, which means we need to implement because without that, nothing will change. So strategy, skills, implementation. Those are the three steps. Let's talk a little more about, I love that, love that framework. Let's talk a little more about the implementation piece because I think too often when we have a new idea, a new methodology, could be a new set of messaging or a new script or a new campaign, we roll those out in a sales meeting and we hand those off to people and expect them to go do it. I, I don't know of any other industry that does that. I can't imagine uh, handing a musician uh, a new piece of music and sending them out on the Carnegie Hall. I can't imagine handing a script to an actor and, and, and saying okay. opening night is tonight. Knock yourself out. I, I think practice is an important part of becoming better salespeople, becoming better professionals, becoming more confident uh, in, in what we are doing. Is that important in, in, in becoming more comfortable asking for referrals as well? Is that a skill that is not just taught but also learned through practice? You nailed it. And it's like anything. You and I have talked about this. I mean, every athlete, every performer, and it has a coach. Mm -hmm. And a coach will continue to refine skills, keep people on track. But here's what people have told me. They want the accountability. And sales executives and sales managers today are just way too busy. They need someone from the outside just to hold their feet to the fire. This is what you're going to do. What are your goals? How are you going to implement it? And it works. The accountability piece is huge. I start work with a new client next week, and I was speaking to um, one of the founders this morning. And what he said to me is, 
we wanted to bring you in and work with us before we tried something that didn't work and really messed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And, and, and so it's also about setting metrics. You know, we, we have metrics for referrals, and it's not just about the results. It obviously is, and it's different for every client. It could be they want new clients. It could be new verticals. It could be new projects with an existing client. But the big thing is we need to measure activities as well as results because if mm-hmm. I'm not out there asking and getting the meetings and getting the introductions, I won't have the meetings. We've got about five minutes left in our, our program today. We're listening to uh, Joanne Black from, from no, Cold, no More Cold Calling. Uh, you can check her out at nomorecoldcalling.com. And in particular, you can find her uh, referral IQ quiz there. Joanne, how, how is everything we've talked about so far related to you know, social media? And, and how do you feel about social media referrals in general relative to that? I think they're great when they happen, and many people have gotten clients that way. And for all the time I've been on social media, and it's a long time, I am beginning to get people reaching out to me. And I actually have one new client that way, and I have two other inquiries. However, I don't wait for that to happen. Mm-hmm. In sales, we really want to sell and know that it's about having a conversation then we need to be proactive about asking for referrals. So here's an example. The biggest advantage to referral selling in my book is to get in before the client knows they have a need. You think about it. Everybody else is tapping away, calling, sending a zillion emails and reaching out through social media, and I'm out there getting introduced to the people that I want to meet. Now, they may have a need right now. They may not, but I am having the conversation while everybody else is typing away. Referrals become the biggest competitive differentiator we have. I call it connecting beyond the click. How do you have real conversations that seal the deal? Because that's what we want, the conversation. I agree. And I think it goes beyond social media. Uh, you know, I think it goes beyond the click. I think there's some amazing technologies that many companies are using today to predict future behavior that are, that are mining big data to, to, to identify buying signals and trigger events that can tell you, you know, whether someone is potentially sales ready to tell you whether they're rece- going to be most receptive to another message. Our response to most of those signals is to send another electronic <laughs> message, um, which, you know, may, which may get a, a percent response. But I think what I what I'm taking away from this is the more and more we see that, the more of those signals we get, the more birthday Facebook notifications we get, the more social media indications we get, it's just it's more opportunities to pick up the phone. It's more opportunities to get offline and to have the real conversations that are still and will continue to be the fundamental uh, building blocks of relationships and, and deals. Absolutely. But people aren't doing that, Matt, and that's why with a referral – that you have that conversation. You can give me as many predictions as you want. I don't care. I'm reaching out to every single client, to people I know. I'm expanding my network by attending events, and I am asking for referrals. Here's yep. the other thing. When we are known as the expert in what we do, such as you are, Matt, in marketing, some insurance agents are the same. You have uh, software technologists who are that way that People will go to you because you're the expert, and that's how you position yourself. That's how you get the introduction. I am fortunate because people I know I work through referrals, so they will call me, but I don't stop there. I am out there asking and getting those introductions. 
that's my job. I don't abdicate my responsibility to technology. Awesome. Well, before I wrap up here with Joanne Black uh, from No More Cold Calling, just give us your quick checklist, you know, for those who have been listening to this today and they're they're excited about what referrals can do for them, you know, give, give them a to-do list. What are a couple things that they can start doing this afternoon uh, today to start uh, to start taking better advantage of relationships that they have? Number one, take my referral IQ quiz. It's on my homepage, nomorecoldcalling.com. Second, take a look at all your current clients. Where do you have the very, very best relationships? Not everyone, but I'm sure you can think of some, and it doesn't matter the number. It could be three. It could be 50. does not matter. And that is with not just the company, but with people. Who are the people with whom you have the very best relationships? Reach out to them. Find out if it's a client, what they valued and what you do, and ask them for others like themselves if that's the kind of business you want. That's step two. Step three is take some time and create a business impact of what you do. Remember, I'm going to refer you. Anybody's going to refer you because there's a good business reason, Mm -hmm. and it's not because you've been in business for 20 years. It's not because you have professionals. Everybody says the same thing. How are you different? That's why I'm going to refer you. That's awesome. Remember, real sales starts with hello <laughs> i want to thank our guest joanne black uh you can check her out at nomorecoldcalling.com highly encourage everyone to go check that out her new book pick up the damn phone you can also find it at amazon.com uh you can check out the, a, re, a recording and a replay of this uh this session today as well as all our past episodes at salespipelineradio.com all of our amazing past guests as well as our future guests you will find up there look forward to hearing everybody else and seeing everyone else in two weeks on February 4th, uh, we will have Megan Eisenberg, the CMO for MongoDB, will be sharing her insights on pipeline building and sales pipeline development from a marketing perspective. That's all for today. Thanks again very much. This has been Matt Hines, Sales Pipeline Radio. As always, you're not just surfing the web and you're listening to this show. You are riding the sales pipeline with your host, Matt Hines from Hines Marketing.